Welcome to the Powerline Podcast, the official podcast of Greystone Power. I'm your host, Adam Elrod. On this month's episode, we're talking about planning for electricity and reliability with Vice President of Engineering, Nadia Fawcett. So let's jump right on in to episode number 11 of the Powerline Podcast. When it comes to providing reliable power, a plan has to be in place. Our engineering division is the key driver for the planning. That team is led by our guest today, Vice President of Engineering, Nadia Fawcett. Nadia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here. Can you give members a little background about what your job entails at Greystone? Sure thing, sure thing. Um, I have, well, first I've been in the utility business for for 20 plus years um, and have been able to really work with a great group of people here at Greystone. I've been at Greystone for about three, almost three and a half years now. And um, um, our team really is focused on designing and maintaining power to our members. That's it in a nutshell. The division itself includes our engineering team and staking team. They're the, the front line with the member when you call and say, hey, I need power. They're working with developers and builders in order to design power um, schemes to 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 our members and provide it as fast as possible, reliable as possible. Um, the division also has system control, which is we we call it SCADA, but it's basically our system control department that oversees the entire system. And um, we really overall in the division focus on our people, you know, making sure we have a talented group of, group of folks that are a part of a team. We're developing them. Um, power and reliability, just continue to focus on the design and planning of the, of the um, you know, power systems that we have. And then just overall our processes now, how we are getting things done and looking to see if we can make improvements anywhere as well. So something our members may not know is that June 23rd is International Women in Engineering Day. Why do you believe that it is important to teach girls and young women about the field of engineering? Great question. Um, you know, when I think about what interests me as a as a child, um, I can relate a lot of that to engineering. You know what I mean? Like it's really just about doing things that are creative, building things, creating things to solve a problem. Um, or to, you know, bring joy to someone. It really just about is about creativity. And so I think it's important that um, girls are already doing things and playing with things that are interested in things that can be, can easily relate to engineering. We just need to help them see themselves as engineers. And um, early on in my career, it was my brother that helped me see myself as an engineer. He was in engineering, industrial engineering, and he still is. Um, And he suggested it like, hey, you like math, you like science, you like, you know, doing those things. Why don't you just go into engineering? And I said, okay. (laughs) It was really as simple as that. And so I think it's very important that we just encourage um, girls to be a part of the engineering industry. Look at all the different facets of it, because there's so many different things you can do. Um, in the field and um, just make sure they understand that they certainly have a place in this industry and we need more, we need more, more more women 
um, just the diversity of thought um, in order to solve the big problems of the future. So I certainly encourage it and, um, and think that we're already on the right track to get in there. I think that's a great answer. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, make sure to encourage all the ladies in your life that might have an interest in this field. Go for it. The top engineer at Greystone is Nadia. So we are we're very blessed to have you. So definitely encourage uh, others to jump into this field. One thing that is definitely become prevalent, and it seems like every year there's newer technology developed to help provide quality power. Could you speak to advancements in technology that help Greystone deliver this reliable electricity? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think we are in every utility, I'm pretty sure is, every co-op and utility out there is always looking to see how can we improve our reliability? And so we spend a lot, a lot of time planning that and reevaluating that and then, um, you know, doing projects in order to improve reliability. I, I would say one of the largest investments over many, many years that we've done is just smart grid investments, making sure that we have um, switches in place or devices in the field throughout our um, service territory that we can remotely control and operate, um, making sure that they are in places where we can isolate. Um, if there is an outage, isolate the problem and get the members back on as soon as possible. And all of that takes a lot of great planning and investment. And we have been um, doing a lot of work in that for many years. We also have load forecasting. We, we forecast um, out what will the load be? How will we provide reliable power in the future? And um, everything from communications to installing fiber throughout our um, to our substations and throughout our service territory, a new AMI system. We've, we've um, been focused on. Um, we had had AMI for quite some time. We've been focusing on going with a new vendor to improve reliability and communications, as well as improve the amount of data we can get back from that system. Um, we just um, worked with GTC to install a new substation in the South Fulton area. Um, we put together every year a reliability plan, and as the leaders throughout the operations and engineering group, every month we are sitting down reviewing outages putting goals in place so that we can improve different parts of our system. And I'm very excited about our new initiative that we're looking at internally, which is called Future Grid. And it's basically just where we don't just look 10 years, five years out, but maybe we're looking 20 plus years out to see what will be the grid of the future and how do we prepare for that and plan for that? What's the data we need? What trends do we see so that we can make sure that, um, we are meeting all of the reliability and power needs of our members um, in the days to come. I think that is a great way to answer it. Not letting members know it's not just a one, two year, but we are looking out 20 plus years to make sure that we can give the best electricity possible. And so you've touched on this department a little bit in the first question, and then part of what they do in the last question, but one area you oversee is with this technology, our supervisory control and data acquisition department, which is also known as SCADA. Would you mind explaining a little more in depth to our listeners what SCADA actually does? 
skate is pretty fascinating. Um, and skate is not unique to electric utilities. I mean, there are SCADA systems or SCADA light systems in other, you know, utility systems. But um, SCADA is really, first of all, when you think of um, operations, it's the operation technology of Greystone. So you've heard of IT, information technology, but OT, operational technology, really is the operations of our circ- of our systems throughout the service territory, but it's the technology behind that. Like, how do we operate our system and use technology to help do that? And that's what our SCADA system does. We have an operations team um, that is watching and overseeing our system 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, at Christmas, at <laughs> when you're at your New Year's party, they're 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 looking at the system and making sure that everything is intact. Um, if there is a a an outage scenario, let's say a tree falls or a, a car hits a pole and it causes an outage, they're there to first find out, okay, what's taking place? And they use the ability to remotely switch and operate those devices in the field in order to restore power to our members as fast as possible. They also work with our wonderful construction team. You know, our, our linemen are out there and they're braving going out there to, to restore power. And so they're working hand in hand with our system controller or our skater team in order to make sure that they they have the communications and information that they need. And a lot of our um, our team members that are in SCADA, they come from our line crews. So they have had they have firsthand knowledge of our system. They've been out there and worked on those lines and then they are able to come into our SCADA operations and now remotely operate many of the devices on those lines through our SCADA system. So uh, really interesting department. And like I said, they are 24-7. So members, y'all can rest assured, you heard it right here. They're here 24-7, 365, holidays all the time. And that's just another way that we always are trying to make life better for our members by making sure that we are on the pulse of everything when these outages do happen to occur. So a project that you're also managing, not only do you manage this whole division, you manage projects as well. And one of them is our Greystone Outdoor LED Lighting Changeout. Can you explain why we decided to change out all the outdoor lights in our service area to LEDs and explain where we are in this multi-year project? LED lighting has been around for many years, Um, but you have seen um, co-ops and investor-owned utilities really say, okay, we're going to look at our systems and start changing out from what we call H, what we, the the lights before LED, which we call HID to LED lighting. And um, there are a number of benefits with LED lighting. First is just enhanced light quality. Um, You have a huge reduction um, in maintenance costs. So you you are able to operate your system more efficiently. and it's just an increased efficiency of light output in general. All in all, I mean, you can look at all of those reasons, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, our members wanted it. And so fundamentally, it's really about member satisfaction. That's the, the key reason why we are um, we decided that we're going to focus on it. Now, we've been changing out 
our lights to LED for quite some time, for many, many years. But it was more so on the basis of if there was a new light, we install an LED or if an older light needed to be replaced, we just change it out with the LED light. Um, in 2019, we decided to truly concentrate and make a concerted effort to say, okay, we want to change these out across our system. We have over 40,000 lights and we really focused on making the investment because it is a multi-million dollar investment in order to do this. And again, it's for just member satisfaction and members were asking for it. Um, so to, as of today, we are about 87% complete, somewhere 87, 88% complete with our uh, LED change out. It's gone very well. I will say it's it, it's tracking under budget. It's actually tracking um, uh, under the amount of time we expected it to take as well. So fingers crossed on that. <laughs> but um, but it certainly has. We've gotten great feedback from our members saying, "Hey, you know, this is this is you know something we wanted and we we like it." There have been members that say, "Hey, this light's a little too bright." And so we, if you do have that issue as a member, feel free to contact us. We'll we have some shielding and 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 that we can put over certain areas of the light. So if you have light now shining in a window that you didn't before after the change out, please let us know. We're able to accommodate that in some regard. So at the end of the day, we um, certainly think it is a good investment to make sure that the members have the most uh, you know, advanced light quality they can in the area. And many people equate light um, efficiency and brightness to safety. And so we certainly want to be a part of anything we can do to, to help our members in those situations as well. So more efficient, we're under budget, and we're getting it done faster. As a member-owned co cooperative, I don't think there's a better answer we could give on that at all. Last question, same last question to every guest. Is there anything else you would like to tell our members? Um, I can't think of anything else. I think that maybe through our conversation, I hope that members see that we really do care about fulfilling our motto, which is making life better. And we are trying to do it in every department, of course, through the engineering department and division, um, that we're really focused on making sure that you have reliable power. And um, we're looking not just today, but many, many years ahead to see um, what we can be doing and making sure we have the right talent, the right processes in place and reviewing the data to to really give a good product to our members. So I'll end it with that. I'm just excited to work with a wonderful team and um, love what we get to do here at Greystone. Well, Nadia, thank you so much for being with us today and all this great information for our members. Absolutely. My pleasure. Y'all take care. That is all the time we have today. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and click subscribe so you get each new episode directly into your podcast feed. And go ahead and rate us five stars so other members get the podcast in their feed as well. This has been the Powerline Podcast. Thanks for listening.